Hey, Bob. Steve, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you tonight? I'm good. Great night for baseball purists. It's game seven. I'm loving this. How was Survivor? It was good. Big blind side tonight. Big blind side. It was, uh, it was pretty shocking right at the end. It all came together, and then the person who voted out slipped their shit. Like, I haven't seen someone do that in a long time. It was terrific. Well, I'm glad the only two viewers left enjoyed it. No, no, they still, they still pull a solid seven or eight million an episode. In the over 65 demographic? I'm not sure the demographics of it, but uh, as long as they keep trotting it out for me, I don't care who else is watching with me. I know, I know you secretly watch it. You just want to admit it. I haven't watched it since season two when Tina or whatever her name was beat the one of the greatest Survivor contestants of all time, Cody or Colby, whatever his name was. Colby, yeah, he's he's nothing compared to some of the guys I've had. But uh, yeah, last week the hot chick went out. Every, every year I try to root for the hot chick, and she just she can never get that far. It doesn't work out. I think I mostly do it just to fire up Becky, but yeah. Uh, I wonder what ever happened to that Julie chick from Gorham, Maine that was on it. Well, she dated uh, Jeff Probst for a while. That I, I think she's just banging around in L.A. Um, I think she's actually in a, some sort of production assistant on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Yeah, most of the former Survivor contestants, they all tend to either in New York City or L.A. I, I swear half of them have just been cherry-picked from the streets of L.A. anyways, and then they all just hang out together and try to crack into show business. Yeah. yeah. They actually have a high school student on this season. Oh, wow. Yeah, I got some 18-year-old kid on there. He's got a voice kind of like Andrew Luck. I'd, I'd love yeah. to bust out my Andrew Luck impression, but it's just nowhere near as good as uh, Bill Simmons is. Oh, I know. It's <laughs> pretty funny. But those who and cousin Sal doing his impression and Simmons is doing his Andrew Locks is just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh podcast has been a couple of weeks since we last talked from Wife of uh, I was in Indianapolis last week. Couldn't locate Andrew Luck, but good to be back Yeah. In Favorite city of mine. I, I, I would guess most people didn't get the reference in the power rankings for the thugs about Indianapolis. That was only because you were in, in Indianapolis. <laughs> I was back for the first time in five years. It's been a lot of time. They changed it a lot for that Super Bowl. A lot of the new stuff was not there when I was there. And everybody was telling me, yeah. oh, yeah, they really changed downtown for the Super Bowl. But I was there with a couple hundred coworkers, and they all just thought it was a really cool little, neat little city. and they saw why it was a pick to host the Super Bowl, so had a good time. Yeah, it was, it was a great spot for the Super Bowl. I thought it was easy to get in and out of there. It was well done. The stadium's yeah. awesome too. So, mm-hmm. well, um, unfortunately, I also haven't won a single game since the last time we talked. I went from four and two and three and three, I'm four and four and three and five. My teams are in bad shape. 
you've been on a little roll with your teams, and Merriman are somehow back in it, even though they Yeah, I, I actually won all four of my games since we last talked. And I lost all four, so it's not just the way it is in the life I, I just thought I'm out so. on a couple of occasions there, but uh, I really didn't think the Mallards were going to pull it out against the brothers. I turned on the phone or whatever at 5 a.m. on Monday to see Jason Whitten had scored his first touchdown since week one of 2015. I'm like, great, I'm only up 10. And then before I cut it to one point during the first half of Monday Night Football, and uh, yeah, I was I would, I wasn't sleeping very good that night. So like two in the morning, I checked and I was ah oh, yes, yeah, so Jeffrey got a touchdown. Thank you. Yep, Alshon Jeffrey finally scored since the first time of week eight of last year. They said. Yeah, the first, the the first two to was one. that the first TV out of that trade we made. Yeah. So we're locking or yep. Jeffrey first TD week eight. Yeah, I still like Tyler Lockett a lot. I'm convinced it's 100% Russell Wilson's fault. Someone told me he only has five touchdowns this year. Oh, yeah, he's horrible. He's horrible. I've yeah, been talking to Kevin on every week. Yeah. Jeez, poor Kevin. Maybe I'll, yeah. uh, I'll buy I don't think Lockett's Russell. all that healthy either. I don't think either of them are healthy. No, no, they're not. You know. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll wow. I'm looking at here. I'm looking at Russell Wilson's numbers right now. Let me let's let me go through it here. Week one, six points. Week two, zero. Week three, six points. Week four, Kevin Sitsum. Kevin Sitsum. Week four, 22 points against the New York Football Jets. Week five, bye. Week six, zero. Week seven, zero. Week eight, zero points. He's gotten 12 points out of Russell Wilson so far this year. Oh my gosh, that sounds well. That's, that's just point, Steve. Twelve points out of his quarterback. God, what, what do you have? What do you have last year? He had 150 something points. Now look that up. Yeah, yeah, he had 112 last year, but Kevin sat him for uh, at least 30 of those. Uh, so he had 100. Yeah, probably 140, 135 points. Wow, Russell Wilson. Yeah, hundred. Uh, yeah. yeah, what's funny? Uh, I have Russell Wilson in my work fantasy league, and I'm six and two with him somehow. So if I could just upgrade my quarterback, I might actually have a chance. But six and two with Russell Wilson is pretty impressive. Yeah, that that really actually is. I don't know how, who's your backup. It is Carson Wentz and Brock Osweiler. Things aren't looking too good there. Uh, Carson yeah. Wentz is strange. Like, I mean, what he completed like eighty percent of his passes last week. He thirty-two passes. He only had two hundred yards passing. I don't know why. Yeah, Doug yeah well, it's all, it. it's all screen plays, dumps off, and checkdowns, right? Yeah, he brought the Kansas City offense, and it's like, well, Alex Smith has no arm. You got a guy with a cannon. Why don't you chuck it down the field? Yeah. Yeah, crazy. So, uh, yeah, so so what's going on in the league? I see the Llamas are 7-1, the Chickens are 6-2. and two. Those two teams look pretty good to make the playoffs. What's going on with the Bear Poop? How are they 6-2? and two? Tom Brady came back. They've gone 4-0 since he returned, and Brady is all of a sudden 6 in the league in scoring after four weeks. Yeah, could he win YFFL MVP and NFL MVP? 
Oof. You know, I don't. I don't think he's going to win the the YFL MVP. I'd be pretty surprised. I mean, I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility. Well, let's see. Let's see who he's contending with. If the Mallards make the playoffs, Matt Ryan's going to have a shot. Breeze and the Chickens. I don't. I don't really know if Breeze is the MVP there. I feel like Elliott's his team MVP. Rodgers and the Dragons. Cups. Everyone's kind of over Aaron Rodgers. Derek Carr. Derek Carr was getting a little more play by Gibby. Okay, so he's only missed out 36 points. I don't know. I just feel Melvin like... Gordon. Melvin Gordon, he's, if if the Eaters make the playoffs, Melvin Gordon might get a vote. I don't know. Yeah, Brady might win MVP. Yeah, he might. I don't know who my vote goes for. I just I just feel like the the quality of the NFL this year is just so down. I I mean the Patriots are good, but this isn't one of their better Patriots teams. The defense is just okay, and the you know I, the offense is what it is every year. I, but I think they're by far the best team, and I I don't know. I just think when I watch football on Sundays, I just like this. It's oh, boring. So many and bad it's, teams. I you know it it doesn't help that. Yeah, and I feel like he's making more money, but that means we have to watch more commercials, and it just kills it. Like, you know, they had a kickoff the other day, then we'd wait five minutes, and he's like, why are we waiting for him? Like, why do you think we've, I think the players go, they're just standing on the field. And, yeah. you know, I think, I feel like that Falcons-Packers game was one of the first real entertaining games of the year. Yeah, that was a good one. You know, you either got to yeah. tune into like a San Diego or an Oakland game if you want to see something good or the Falcons. And it's they all have terrible de- defenses. They give up a ton of points, but their offenses can score score with anyone. So, yeah, I love watching the Raiders. I used to hate the Raiders. I love watching them now. I love watching Derek Carr and Cooper Crabtree. Uh, um, and I love watching the, believe it or not, the Dallas Cowboys. I used to hate the Cowboys. Now that the Texans suck, I used to always watch the Texans down here locally. And Texans is dreadful to watch. Brock Osweiler, I texted you random. Or I didn't text you. I was just telling one of my friends how bad Brock Osweiler was. And uh, so I can't even watch the Texans this year. So I'm, I'm like <laughs> into the Cowboys and Raiders this year with the Jets being so bad. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, back to these YFL teams. Yeah, the Chickens, you know, Chickens, Llamas, they're definitely going to the playoffs, right? Just, I don't even know if the Llamas will lose another game. They have they have a pretty winnable game every week. They have the, I don't know, the, they have the Mallards, they have their whole division, and maybe the Brothers or White Guys left. They have, they have a pretty easy schedule, so they're going to win the number one seed. But the... The Bears, I think the Bears are going to run away with a wild card at this point, even though they're going to do it with a really random roster. I, I really don't know, I don't know how they're so good. It's just all Tom Brady, and that's all you need this year. It's just yeah, it's just Tom Brady. Tom Brady, James White keeps getting the, touchdowns, and yeah, the Bear Chickens. That's a big matchup this week, and I need the Bear to win that one. No Tom Brady. I mean, he's got he's got Cam Newton, but a lot of teams on by. 
My, I, know, I know my two teams are like gutted this week. Oh, my teams are absolutely gutted. The Beans have no one on the bench available. I had to start all the guys that weren't on by. And the yep. Thugs starting wide receivers are uh, Seth Roberts, Jeremy Curley. I have to start Kenneth Dixon at Utility. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, I couldn't I even. I couldn't I even fill. Yeah, I, I couldn't even fill out the running back spot on the the Mallards. They're just. I, I don't have anyone. Yeah, I see that. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, I'm just gutted this week too. Um, and I potentially got a deal for Legarrette Blount happening, but I he's on by too, so I, I don't know if I can make it this week. But I got to wait a week. It's just crazy. Yeah. Well, let's, speaking of deals, let's talk about the deal you made. It kind of went under the under the radar because John was out of town. But uh, so you you traded Demarius Thomas to the Chickens. Yeah, you know I was feeling really bad. Nick was hounding everyone in the league, and I just I just didn't want everyone to have to go through that. So I you know I thought I'd just step up and, and make a deal. And no, I, what I, did you get? So what you get in return? A number one draft pick. I got his number one draft pick, and I got Martavius Bryant. And I made this deal <clears throat> while I was still two and four. So at that point, I was, you know, I was looking at the schedule, and I'm like, you know what? Big Ben just got hurt. I was like, I'm, I'm probably done. I, I'm probably done. So, you know, maybe I. Start thinking about next year, and you know, Thomas is—he's getting a little older, and I don't like the Denver quarterback situation. So he was—he was offering a first pick in Martavius, and you know, I was like, I checked up on Martavius. He seems to be keeping his nose clean. He's working out every day. Still at his playing weight, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna make that trade, and, and maybe I load up, and Big Ben actually stays healthy next year, and. And Bryant lights it up. Yeah, no. I, I, we talked a few weeks ago how having all those Broncos was actually going to start to negatively impact you. With now that they weren't the high flying offense anymore. And, yeah. Uh, well, I also I also was thinking right then that I was going to start Booker and Anderson. I was going to just kind of like how the Falcons backfield so good. I thought it was kind of feeling like that Broncos backfield might be good enough to make both guys startable, and then Anderson. Yeah. Like disappeared on me, so yeah. so I, I didn't want to start three Broncos also, and I knew John Brown was coming back healthy, but I really was just thinking 2017, and you know I managed to pull out a couple wins here, and I I, that's, I don't know I, I think it was a fair trade, I think it was a fair trade. Yeah, no, it was it was a good move. Uh, Definitely a good move. Nick Nick needed that too. His wide receivers were were pretty bad. They're, they're bad, like but, they're, but they're, they keep coming through for him. Is a crazy thing. Yeah, yeah. Quincy Anua, I really like him as a, as a receiver. I'm kind of pissed that I didn't pick him up when he was a free agent. I think he's pretty good. And Devontae Adams, yeah. he's got in there now. And, uh, you know, Anquan Bolden had to be had to be bad. She just isn't what it used to be, but yeah. so now and then it gives me just more time to root against the chicken so I can get a, a higher pick. Yeah, well they could lose this week to the bear. Um, that should be a good game. 
I think they'll be in the top. You know, you'll get they'll be in the top or the bottom four, I would think. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how good this draft early is. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I still think he's going to get the number one seed just because I think the Mallards, Dragons, boys, white guys are just going to kind of beat up on each other. Let me go back to divisional play. Yeah. If I, uh, gosh, I'm really stressed out about this Mallards Lamas game this week. I really need to steal it because the boys scored 16 in a row, three, three weeks in a row, and. The dragons just keep winning. Like they just keep blowing people out. I can't uh, even catch up on. I can't even catch beat, up on the points. They beat me twice in a row. <laughs> you can thank yeah. me for that. He beat the the beans and thugs back that week. Uh, Frank Gore caught two touchdown passes from Andrew Luck and Matt Forte had like three or four touchdowns in these two weeks. Those yeah. damn two guys. I can't stand it. I know. I was I was looking. I was like, oh wow, I put sixty six. I was like, maybe I gained some ground on the dragons, like in the points. No, he had 62. I only picked up four points. Yeah. Just unbelievable. So we got a big matchup Thursday night. Uh, Jameis Winston, Lama's got him in the lineup against Matt Ryan on, on Thursday night football. So I guess my, my, big, my big hope would be that Ryan has a 28 and somehow Winston only gets a six or something. And or at least all of Winston's TDs go to Evans because I won't have Evans out there. So you don't have Mike Evans out there? No, I do. So if I can at least cancel him out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would think Evans. Yeah. I mean, he throws most of his passes to Evans. I couldn't even name another Buccaneers wide receiver right now. I'd, I'd oh, Russell Shepard or uh, Adam Humphrey? Adam Humphreys maybe? I don't. I can't remember that. I don't know who that is. White guy's name. I've never heard of those men. Yeah, I love uh, Mike Evans. Huge Mike Evans fan. Yeah, then their their back but, uh, doesn't mess because Jaquiz Rogers got hurt. Who, who I, I managed to get 14 points out of the last two weeks. So now they're trying out a bunch yeah. of scrubs. Yeah. yeah there, there's these guys you just know they're going to score. Uh, Jaquiz uh, Rogers is one. I have Mike Gillisley in there. I just knew he was going to score for me last week. It was just these guys, these scrubs you put in there, and you just know they're going to get a touchdown. Jack Hughes yeah. Rogers, Rogers definitely falls into that category. It's funny with how bad these NFL games are, and they don't even seem like they're that high scoring. Scoring in our league is actually up. I was looking, mm-hmm. and five or six teams that are on pace to crash to the top 25 all-time for a season. And we only had, like, yeah. one do that last year. Yeah. That's a pretty good pace. Yeah, pretty much every team over 400 right now has got a shot. So, so uh, real quick, I don't like to spend too much time talking about the Thucks because they're just terrible. But since the last time we talked, here's what happened. Dwayne Allen rolled his ankle. He's been out indefinitely. Arian Foster retired. Blaine Gabbert got benched, so I have no backup quarterback. Josh Brown got release for beating his wife rightfully slow, so I don't I'm down to one kicker. Uh yeah, and Jesus, cut that guy. I don't know. The NFL, Jesus, the Giants, that's just a bad luck. Uh so and I think I only have one waiver move left, so I've got to either get a, a tight end 
either going to get a backup yep. quarterback for luck who's going to be on by. I've got to either get a kicker. Um, it's just, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I might just pack it in and just try what I can out there. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't think you're going to find a uh, quarterback. So, yeah, you're, you, you might as well just use that one move to, um, Get someone that's worth stashing. You know, just cut Foster and and stash yeah, AI for next year. For, uh, maybe maybe CJ Fedorowicz or something. Yeah, he might actually be a decent tight end. It doesn't take much to be a decent tight end in our league. Jesus, it's what a what a dumpster fire. Yeah. Any last thoughts on Arian Foster? He was he was really good for a long time. I remember I almost had some like trade deadline deals with Kevin for him, and uh, I remember when Kevin traded up with me. I guess I got I got Macklin and Spiller, I think, for giving up my draft pick that he took Foster with, and then he took I think Javid Best next. But that guy used to just he used to just glide like across the field. He never got hit. Never took like a big hit. I know. He, he was such just, a like, graceful runner. Just always seem to sneak out of bounds and never take a hit. Yeah. Would you give would you give up to get him? Went, I had uh, two first round picks one year in a really weak draft. 2014 draft, I think it was. And yep. let's see who Kevin took with those two picks. He got Tavon Austin, I want to say. Oh, was that, uh, maybe that was 2013? Was it that far ago? Maybe he took uh, yeah. he took yeah. Monty, Monty Ball, Ball and Tavon Austin and Tavon Austin. So I think I won that trade. <laughs> yeah, you won. Yeah, you even won that the, trade. Even though I only got, I think I only got two good years out of them. But yeah, Kevin's Kevin's uh, drafting goes so hot. Monty Ball, Tavon Austin, Cordero Pat Cordero Patterson. Yeah, so I that got was, about that was a bad draft, two, anyways. I got about two hundred. 60, 70, let's see here, yeah, 80. 280 points out of Arian Foster, and I bet Kevin got left. Did you really? That's 280? Yeah, I mean, he got 106 one year for me. Year, wow. Yeah, that's 14. And then he got me 36, 30, and 4. Or, I'm sorry, 100. 180. Oh, okay, 100. Okay, that sounds a little more I'm like, Jesus, 280. I, wow. But, yeah, that makes a little more sense there. Yeah, and how many points he stole from Matt Schaub early on? I had Schaub, and God, how many touchdowns he ran in that Schaub, you know, could have thrown for. I remember early, and I just couldn't stand it. But yeah, happy trails to Arian Foster. Um, I am gonna keep him throughout the rest of the year, and then cut him next year so he gets uh, on the YFL uh, front page when John was all the greats that get cut. Jeez, <laughs> uh, that's yeah, that's great. Well, yeah, you could yeah. if you only have one move left, anyways, you could send him to your IR. That's probably your last move. Yeah, four to one yeah. Cubs. Javier Baez home run. Really? Nice. Yeah, there it is. Oh, Down in the. I think Kluber is just a little. This is his third game pitching, and he threw so many pitches in game one and game four. 
Yeah. He's just striking out people left and right. I think he's probably got a little dead arm pitching on a three days rest. Let's look at this Thugs roster a little more. Where where is the future on this team? You know, you still got Andrew Luck, Kenneth Dixon you're hoping turns into something, but somehow Michael Floyd no, sucks, I... this, sucks this year. Yeah, he. I'm. I mean, I was really counting on you know Floyd and Watkins. They've been my receivers for the next you know, foreseeable Five future. Years, but Floyd, yeah. geez, he looks. He looks just terrible. He's not. Even, he's like really their their third or fourth, fourth or fifth receiver now. They got both the Brown brothers playing ahead of him, and I think J.J. Nelson now. So, I don't know what to do Crazy. with Floyd. You know, Malcolm Mitchell. Who knows how he'll turn out? I like Seth Roberts a lot. Um, I don't know if he'll ever be a starter for the Raiders, and uh, so it's going to be a long rebuilding process. Um, well, at least with a guy like it. Luck, because you're, you're probably headed for the Super Bowl playoffs, Luck yeah. could definitely carry you through the Super Bowl playoffs. Yeah, he hasn't put up huge numbers this year, because the Colts just aren't that good, but with Moncrief yeah, back, know, hopefully it'll be better. He, all it takes is three big weeks, and next thing you know, yeah. you're getting Leonard Fournette, so. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, who would who would be in the Super Bowl playoffs today? The brothers, Huskers, Buddy Stuggs, Refugees. One, two, three, four, five. And probably the what, the white guys? One, two, three. Yeah. Yeah, six, yep. Yeah, you could win you could win that. I mean I would think the Huskers would be my favorite. Much. The Merriman could be heading to that dreaded no man's land, finishing eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I, I feel like I don't think either of my teams are going to make the playoffs. The Mallards, I don't know. I'd... The Mallards, yeah. yeah. Is that Ryan? He's been awesome. I think he'll. And Moncrief back, that helps you big. I think the Mallards get that. But oh well, yeah. But out, these are these are my last five games of the Mallards: llamas, thugs, white guys, boys, dragons. There's, Three, at least three of those, if not four, are really hard. He'll go two and two. He'll be fine. I don't know if that'll be, a, that'll be enough. Yeah, really um, weak running. Oh, man, your running backs aren't very good, though. Who do you start, Jeremy Hill? Just Jeremy Hill, and I just struggled with a lot of wide receivers. That's why I got this deal for, potentially a deal for Blount. I just don't, I need to, he just doesn't help me. You just, I can't, I don't know if I can give up another player to get him this week because then I'll have two gaps in my lineup that i got to fill with the waivers. And it's hard, it's hard to know, if, you know, how much Blount really helps you. Okay, there? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. Oh. Um, Blount's having a great year, though, so I don't know. I'll probably, I, should, I should do the trade. But, um, yeah, Merriman, they, you know, I think the Merriman almost have a better shot than the Mallards. Merriman have brothers, Huskers, buddies, eaters, thugs. Oh, yeah, much better. I, I got a stripped-down roster this week, but I could I could conceivably finish. I could go 4-1 and one over my last five. Absolutely. So, so the... Probably it'll probably end up being that 
Married Men Eaters game week 12, probably be for the for the division. But I, we got, I got to win the division, not win the wild card, that's for sure. No. I love the Buddies to beat the Huskers this week. Really? That is my, oh yeah, love it. Buddies missed out on uh, eight points by Derek Henry last week. Making that. Well, I'm missing a kicker. Not going to kick her. Probably didn't do the orangutans any favors. Orangutans, they're, they're headed for no man's land. They'd, they'd be a lot better off going to the Super Bowl playoffs. Yeah. Hey, I got a listener email this week. Oh. All right. It's John in Maine. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. Uh, I'm in a 16-team dynasty league with 12 keepers where everyone owns two teams, but some owners have a GM. Okay. Quarterbacks get four points if they pass 300 to 399 yards. They'll receive one bonus point if they throw 400 yards, a la Kirk Cousins last week. My kicker, Nick Novak, is on bye this week. Should I start Robert Aguayo, who I drafted in the third round this year, or should I use my one of my three ad drop moves to pick up Ryan Suckup, Greg Zerline, or Phil Dawson? I've used both my IR spots, so that's not an option. Thanks. Love the show, John in Maine. Thanks, John. <laughs> so, yeah, kick. it's been a strange year for kickers, Steve. Uh, Josh Brown. Uh, uh, there's been a couple other. Goskowski yeah, is not... Okay. Uh, Danny Bailey's been not as good as he normally is. Uh, it's been a strange year for kickers. Uh, so should John uh, pick a start Aguayo or go with Suckup, Zerline, or Dawson? Well, Aguayo's got this potential shootout tomorrow night. So while it would be tempting to keep him, I would probably cut him. And this would be a sneaky one for you, but I would pick up Robbie Gold, the new kicker of the Giants. Mm. Isn't he already... No, he's not taken, is he? No. I've thought about yeah, changing on my, my Mallard. thought about changing on my Mallard kicker for him. Yeah, I love having Giants kickers. That's why I had Josh Brown, because they, they always move the ball, but then like Eli Manning will like, suck in the red zone and they kick a field goal. So Josh Brown was awesome last year, and now this happens, but uh, he could probably he doesn't yeah. even need to cut one of his kickers. He could probably just cut Brian Hoyer. Probably take care of things right there. Yeah, I would probably make a move with the Dragons. Really need is this the Dragons? What the hell team is this? Yeah, it's the Dragons. Yeah, I'd probably make a move. I'd probably make a move. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, he said I, uh, I ran into John. I ran, I ran into that uh, one John. I think it was probably the emailer John at the Rose School tonight for parent-teacher conferences, and he said it was oh, a yeah. very active, very active week on the waiver wire. I think I think he's going to have a couple hours sorting it out tomorrow. I haven't Especially even got he, my mine in yet. Yeah, I, I have to get that's mine the thing. In. I think he's. I think it's going to take him forever because people are going to keep turning them in. And then you get to see. I'm nice to John. I just choices. send him one email, and I give him like, if I don't get this guy, here's what I want. If I don't get this guy or this guy, here's what I want. If I don't get all three, I'm done. So, 
So yeah, yeah, I just I'm nice rank on making it easy three. for him. Yep. Yeah, because I'm away from my email a lot. I didn't want to hold him up, but uh, yeah, I'll probably be making a move. There's some decent guys on the waiver wire that I want to grab. I don't know if they're decent, but there's some there's some hot names this week. That's for sure. Oh yeah, I, I have a few out there. Who's starting for the Browns uh, at quarterback this week? Is it McCown again? No, Kessler. Kessler's back in. Yeah, Kessler's supposed to be back in. Man, I can't believe we've we've already knocked out eight weeks, and then I just can't believe how much like the league's already like shaking itself out. Usually, we're a little more tightly bunched at this point. But it's yeah, there's very, some really very, bad teams very clear really like top teams. eight and clear top eight, bottom eight, you know? Just a lot of separation this year. Haves and have not. Yeah, there's some pretty bad teams this year, so So let's let's go let's go around really quick. And obviously Llamas are making the playoffs. You got the Bears making getting the wild card. Yep. I just... yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Who wins the AFC West? Oh wow! I give the edge to the Eaters. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. I would. I would. I would give the edge to you. <laughs> um. Okay. NFC East. Who's winning that division? Dragons, Mallards, boys, white guys. I am gonna say. How does John have 449 points? I I don't know. It's well, fourteen Gore. They have like 112 combined or something. I just don't understand how Frank Gore has not broken down yet. It's just incredible. Uh, and he hasn't gotten anything out of Doug Baldwin or DeAndre Hopkins. How does he have 449 points? That's just astonishing. Well, he started uh, Sammy Coates crazy. the one game he had 20. It's like the one time he started oh, him out there. Marvin Jones had a 20-point game for him. You know, he's getting it done. I don't see how the Dragons keep this up. I pick the Mallards to win that division. Wow. I'm going to say the boys win the division. Yeah. I'm, going say, I'm going to say they come all the way back. Um, yeah, check I mean, in. they're winning the they're winning half the game now. Who's – who? okay, so I got the boys, you get the Mallards. Who's getting the wild card? Definitely going to be the Dragons, I would think. See, they have them. They have they have a tough schedule down the stretch. They're gonna to have to play the Mallards, boys, and white guys again, right? Yeah. Let's see, so the Dragons have they go refugees, bear poop, boys, white guys, Mallards. Man, I'm just trying to think of a scenario where the Beans could sneak in there, but they're so far behind in points. 331 for the Beans. But I think yeah, I can you... beat the brothers and Huskers to get some six wins. Can I get a seven somewhere? A seven won't be enough. I have to go eight and five. Well, uh, you're, you're using your next. These are your next five for you. Kangs, Eaters. Those are, you could win those two games. Oh. Chickens, Huskers, uh, brothers. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll close with it. Okay. Let's see. You don't uh, really gain yeah, any ground on the tanks for the buys. The Eaters. No, it doesn't really help you there either. I don't Chickens. know. I don't know. I think they're. I think they'll win two. I think they'll get the seven. Uh, they'll probably go three and two, maybe 
two and three, but yeah. So I'll give I'll give the buy to the uh, I'll, I'll say the dragons find a way to get in. Yeah. I just can't trust the boys with the, the quarterback situation. I just I, I can't pick the boys. I don't know. We got right now. Tevin Coleman's out, so Devonta Freeman's pile up the points. Let's see, Benjamin Cooks is ripping it up. AJ Green beats. Nice. Who you, I'm rooting for the Cubs. Who are you rooting for? Me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Although I did want a close game just because <laughs> it would be awesome if they came down to like the you know, ninth inning or something. Yeah. The Cubs are hitting Andrew Miller too. I mean, this is this is the best pitcher. Yep, so... Oh, and you know yeah, what? I you, think, well, I think you and Kurt Cousins say Mariota's on by. We could have your... Uh, you get the brothers. Who's starting to yeah, this week? No, I, I, uh, I, guess I got Cousins on by, so, and Oswald are on by, so Mariota. Uh, this this podcast isn't one of our best. Yeah. John might want to just archive this one. <laughs> we just having an open, uh, free-flowing conversation about the league. I, we took a a caller, and we're just halfway through the league. We're yeah. talking about uh, you know the standings and uh, Arian. Oh, we paid he, tribute to Arian Foster. We talked about how Russell Wilson yeah. just sucks. We um, broke down the Thugs roster, which is probably one of the worst of all time. I don't think it's one of the worst all time. That, that 2008 Mary Men team was so bad. Yeah. I couldn't even, like, crack 50 yards as a team and, like, receiving or rushing in a game. It was bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still have that box score favorited in my bookmarks. When I'm having a bad day at work, I just click on it, and it really just cheers me up to see how bad your team was that one week. Oh, man. It was, Thank you. That was bad. Mike needs to score 89 more points this year to to not be as bad as that team. If he's going to turn in his lineup a few more times, he might not make it to there. Yeah. Well, should be a... Uh, I'll make sure see the waiver wire now that John says there's a lot of activity out to see what, what's going on. But, yeah, get, get, in, get in on some of that. Yeah. How was that only? Uh, you guys uh, you guys hit go trick-or-treating in the uh, Hawthorne loop? Or, oh, yeah, yeah it was awesome. awesome. Yeah. Brody, uh, I mean, it was really his first experience you know, not even two, and he was just all pumped up for it, and we went to the neighbor's house, and he he was very, not, he was not shy, he went right up, knocked on the door, rang the doorbell for him, and they opened the door, he walked right in, he thought he was supposed to go inside, so it was pretty so that's what That's what Bryn used to do when she was like two or three, she'd just head right into people's houses. Yeah. Yeah, we only planned on taking him to like five houses, but he kept going more, more after we left each house. He just left us and <laughs> ended up going to about probably 10 or 12 houses. And, you know, our neighborhood's pretty spread out, so we covered yeah. quite a bit of ground. But 
And then he uh, came home, I think I sent you a couple pictures, but he had his first piece of candy, and he did not sleep well that night. Needless to say, he had a Kit Kat and a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. <laughs> and then you probably touch any... Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he wouldn't touch sure. any of the, uh, the the sugar candies like uh, Mike and Ike's or uh, stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, he wanted the chocolate. He didn't didn't want didn't want the gummies. Just wanted the chocolate. Yeah, that was pretty fun. What about you? Yeah. Uh, we had a good time. We the girls were both Supergirl. Becky made them costumes from scratch. that came out awesome. But we were most people couldn't see them because we were to be so bundled up. It was about 25 degrees out. And, oh uh, man, it was it was in the 80s here at night. Yeah, it was not in the 80s here. It was, it was cold. We set our we set a record high yesterday, 90 degrees. <laughs> but go on. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, we hit about 20 houses and I uh, came home. We usually have a few people over for pizzas or whatever before, and so we did that. And uh, we got home and yeah, I, a couple things about Halloween. One, I wish it would just make it like Thanksgiving. Just pick a, a day of the week, so it'd be like the last Saturday in October. Yeah, they're getting a lot of movement for that. A lot of movement on Twitter. It, sh- it should, and you know, it's just it's hard to get out of work on time and get home, and and then I would also make it to Saturday, and then trick or treating is four to six p.m. or something, so you're out in the daylight, and then people can go have their Halloween oh. parties. Oh, four to six p.m. Get out of here. Well, it's, it's you know it's dark. You get kids running around. People are idiots driving around, texting and whatnot. Yeah, I would say yeah, till 8 p.m. Safety. I would say but, 5, you know, 5 to 8 p.m. Um, most of our listeners probably don't know this, but back in the day, we were probably in middle school or something, but day after Halloween, you're over at our house, and my brother, we were, we were too old to trip through, but my brother had been, and you ate every single piece of candy he had gotten the <laughs> night before. I don't know if my mother has ever been as mad as you as she was that time. I mean, you've fired her up a few times over the years, but I think that was probably the maddest she's ever been at you. You ate, you've literally must eaten like 100 pieces of candy. I love candy. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I you remember back in the days where you used, to, used to hide like Slim Jim trash and like our couch cushions and... Just all the dumb stuff you did. Yeah, you ate every piece of candy. That poor that poor bastard, he's like 10 years old. You just pound of it. Oh, man. I don't doubt it. I love candy. I probably just kept going back for one piece, one piece. Next thing you know, I'm taking yeah. 20 pieces. It's all done. Next thing you know, you're digging around at the bottom of the pumpkin. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody's that, like... Yeah, on that uh, note, we better wrap so, it up for this week. And uh, well, let's, let's run through the games really quick and, and pick some winners for okay. this week. In this, in this right. buy starved week. So, boys, I, I gotta say, the boys are probably gonna romp all over you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Not even gonna question that. Yeah, that's gonna be a blowout. <laughs> Maybe a blowout after tomorrow night after Devonta Freeman scores twice, three touchdowns. Uh, up next, Eaters yeah. White Guys. That's a good game. Real good game. Real good game. I think the Eaters bounce back. Yeah, I'm gonna say the Eaters. Antonio Brown back in there. Antonio Brown, Melvin Gordon. 
Oh, he's got he's got Corey Coleman, Will Ty, Mark Ingram. Uh, yep. I'll, buddies, I'll take these. buddies, Huskers. Buddies going double tight end. Craig Olson, Jack Doyle, Chris Conley's in I there. I already called it early in the podcast. My guaranteed uh, right, lock of the week is the buddies. You're done. Who's your shot of the, of the week? week? It's the lock of the week. Buddies, listen to this, Nick Wood. When you make your picks, buddies win. Oh, speaking of Nick Wood, I, I, I meant to tell this story a couple weeks ago, but remember when I had the big showdown, Mallard's Chickens? Well, yeah. two days later, I get this package in the mail, and it's addressed to owner of the Mallards. And I open oh. it up, and it's, it's this big rubber chicken. And oh. clearly sent as a message from the chickens for their victory. Uh, and it made a wow. real obnoxious noise. Well, eventually Gus got a hold of that, and that, that thing's in two pieces now. Oh, wow. Um, so, game and chip. Yeah, that was fun. I, was, I told him he needs to send that to everybody after he beats them. Be worth the 50 bucks a year. All right, now we got Merriman Brothers. Who is Alex Collins? He is a third or fourth string running back on the Seattle Seahawks. He was, he was a really good SEC running back at Arkansas, but got drafted oh, onto yeah. the wrong team. Uh, bro- this might be a sneaky... The brothers might stick this one out on you. Brothers are going to have a hard time sneaking anything one. out without a quarterback this week. Oh. Ouch. Yeah, well, maybe Jared Goff. Maybe Jared Goff will get some playing time. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Jared Goff played the second half. So, well, yeah, he might. He might. I, Ooh, I wouldn't Jamar, be surprised. Jamal Charles. Yeah, Jamal Charles on the IR. Uh, but Beckham and the rest right. of these guys, he could beat me. He, he could still beat me. Who are we kidding? Yeah, he's got George. He's got Julian Nelson, right? Brandon Marshall, Odell Beckham. Yeah, he might do all right. I'll take the Merriman, but I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, a little upset there. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Merriman as well. Now we got Llamas Mallards. I'm gonna say the Llamas wow. last me about seventy to forty. What? Oh, you have no running back. Uh, you, got, yeah, you got really good wide receivers. Well, I'm gonna I'm uh, gonna be the running back. I'll have a running back by tomorrow, but he's he's got pretty much his full team there. Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll take the llamas. Refugees, uh, refugees, dragons. Ooh. Uh, refugees have no, Richard no Jennings God. in there. Isn't he out for the year or close to it? Yeah, no Gronkowski. He's probably playing the only, the only guys he has on him by, uh, like most of the league. John somehow has like a perfect lineup. I will take perfect, the dragons oh, in the last lineup, yeah. Yeah, dragons, dragons in the last Dragons line. win big. Tangs and beans. Future of the YFL, Mariota versus Prescott. Oh, I love Dak Prescott. John, John, John. Wow. I'm still I'm still uh, okay God. with taking Wentz over Prescott, but he, he's definitely been really good. Mike probably needs to be the one kicking himself over not taking Prescott. Yeah. Well, I got the Kinjin sick out there. Those eight guys are the only eight guys that I could have started, and luckily I can fill every position. Everybody else is either on, seven guys on by and one guy injured. 
I kind of like uh, your team better this week. I think the Beans win. The Julio Jones. Why can't he score touchdowns? It's crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, Julio Jones. God damn, that makes just, me so mad. Never just trade him to the Mallards and be just trade him to the Mallards and be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, the way things are going, I'm going to take the Tangs. Jones just got my number. He's beating me two weeks in a row and make it three. Oh, gosh. That sucks. Bear poop chicken. Game of the chicken. week. Chickens Two are I think it's at home. not quite full strength, but they're close. No Tom Brady. Drew Brees is, where is he at? He is on the road in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, he's out at San Francisco. So he's outside. Wow, but San Francisco stinks. Uh, I'll, take the, I'll take the chickens. Yeah, I'm going to take the chickens because Zeke Elliott's got the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Yeah, chickens win big. All right, week nine. Next week we'll be talking. We'll have the trade deadline looming. We'll have a new president. Yeah, we yeah we might not even have a country at that point. It might just be complete anarchy. People are fired up about this election. Fired up. Oh yeah, we'll this see what happens. The presidential. We got like six huge referendums in the state of Maine. It's does Scott Dugas walk around with a Make America Great Again hat? No, he's he's insane right now. He's just he's just so stressed out and cranked up. He, I've even seen him in a week. He's been, literally been out laboring on a big job because we're probably going to take like a two hundred thousand dollar hit on it. But Ouch. I could just totally see him wearing it. <laughs> He would have to get a haircut to fit a hat on his head. The guy needs to get a haircut more than once a year. Yeah. A lot of like, Dad's not 1970. All right. Um, well, we better wrap it up. Okay. I will uh, talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. All right. See you later. Bye.